You're listening to the Marathon Church Podcast. We exist to build communities that love Jesus, love people, and live on purpose. To learn more about Marathon Church, visit MarathonChurch.org. We hope that this encourages you and builds your faith. Enjoy this week's message. Good morning, everyone. We're having fun yet. I always ask that question. We're having fun yet. Did y'all see the ice cream out there? I'm hungry right now. I had a Buckeye shake, and I want another one. If you ain't had one from the cafe, you need to go out there and get you a Buckeye shake. Lights you up. Change your world. That's why we're here, right? That's what we're doing. Oh, we've been doing something fun. It's fun for me. I don't know how much fun it's been for you. We've been doing love dates and heartbreaks. So we're going to do heartbreak next week. Is that good? So if you had not had a heartbreak yet, you probably will. I'm just sad, but true. But we'll help you get through that if you already had a heartbreak. And so we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Uh, we've been talking about love, and we've been talking about dating. Uh, I would say today would probably be like Groundhog Day, if you've ever seen Bill Murray in Groundhog Day. Uh, it would be cool if you could repeat today and say, okay, I'm not going to do this this time. It's like we've learned from that kind of thing. So we're going to do a little Groundhog Try to figure out some things. Uh, I'm going to try to catch you guys up. If you had, you're watching online or you're, you know, you're just here for the first time trying to catch up, we'll give you a couple of myths that everybody thinks about. And let's just say this, relationships are very difficult and they're very hard to do. And I think, here's what I think we want. We want easy because everything else we have to work out. So we just want to fall in love and be in love and it just work out and everything be okay. That's kind of how we want it but it doesn't seem to work out. So here's what we're going to do. Let's do some myths. The right person. Uh, once you meet the right person, everything will be all right. This is assuming that this other person that you're meeting is right, and they're going to meet all of your needs, and they're going to complete you. And that is a total myth. We're going to take two people who are opposites of each other, most likely. We're going to put them together. We're going to call it marriage. and throw them in the house and just see what happens. That's kind, of what we're, that's kind of what we're doing. No preparation whatsoever. So the idea would be, are you the right person for the right person? And is there really just one person for me? This is so interesting, isn't it? Uh, the, tr- the truth is, we probably could fall in love with just about anything in the beginning because that's just how we made with our feelings and, and our flesh. We just kind of like fall in love. We, I mean, we fall in love with things and, and cars and whatever it is you fall, clothes and shoes. It's why you can't get rid of stuff because you love them. It's just what it is. So we have this weird thing that happens to us that we have to deal with. We, we fall in love and we have physical feelings and we have heartfelt feelings from inside when, the fir- when that person walks in and you see them for the first time and you just know. You just know this is what God, this is the one God made for me because you feel it and you think it. And so you have all these reactions and basically you're just being lied to a little bit when it comes to that. You're getting some false signals from you and you need to know that's happening. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, The right person, oh well, we'll look it up. The promise myth, I love this one. I love couples who have this thing, just they meet for the first time, here we go again with those false signals, and all of a sudden you're just in love. We've been dating a whole month, let's just get married, we'll just figure it out after we get married. And so when you say that, a promise replaces the need for preparation. You don't know where you're going to live, you don't know where you're going to work, but you know what? I love you. 
and you love me, and that is all that matters in life. As long as we love each other, we can make it through anything. Well, then why is there so many divorces? Maybe we're missing something. So you're getting false signals, and you will get them. Everybody in here gets false signals when that person walks in that you think is attractive or whatever it is because we act like children when it comes to relationships. We are really childlike. And that's really crazy to think that we do everything, we plan for things, we try things, and then all of a sudden somebody walks in and we just all of a sudden forget everything. We lose our mind because it feels good. If it feels good, just do it. We just need to get married, honey. It's going to be okay. No, I don't think so. So we don't, what you're saying is I don't want to prepare for this. We prepare for college, we prepare for school, we prepare for everything, but we don't prepare for relationships. We just want them to be easy. Guess what? Not. Let's keep moving. Oh, this was so much fun last week. If you were not here, everybody went home and baked a cake. Okay, if you don't know what I'm talking about, those feelings, let me tell you this, the feelings of love and the physical feelings that you have in a relationship where the holding hand, kissing, hugging, all the stuff that goes with that, it feels so good, it's wonderful, but that's the icing, and every, a lot of people get married off icing, off a feeling, off a physical thing. They get married off icing, but you can't live off icing. So what I was telling you last week, this is a grown-up thought. This isn't a childlike thought. What is going to be the cake in my marriage? And people who stay married usually end up with a purpose in their marriage. There's a reason why they got married. And they may not know all that in the beginning, but let's have an adult thought. So what, you know, what is the purpose of this relationship? What are we going to do? And I told you the cake was, is having marriage needs to have a mission. There needs to be something that you do together. I'm not talking about just going on a cruise together, going on vacation together, or hiking together. Every bit of that is necessary if you want to have a great relationship. But somewhere there has to be a purpose that you, you do together, that you say, I'm going to help people. I'm going to help whatever. You could help animals. Something that you do together keeps the marriage moving and going. So there's got to be a purpose and a reason for all of that. As you get into marriage, all those things got to happen. So I think it's a hard thing for a lot of people to think like that because you're feeling so in love. We're mostly in lust. Is that... That pretty much it. We're punishably, we can't decide if it's love or lust. Um, guys, um, for guys though, it's mostly lust, if you want to know. Uh, they're not thinking the same things. Have y'all figured out that women and men are just like not the same? They're just totally different in their thinking. We, we're really not real complicated uh, most of the time. Most of the time, I hear, you know, for men, you just like, we like to play. Okay, that's just us. So we like to play. And if you have, if you just got married, you're going to figure out that that's exactly what we do. We like, we're not, we're just real like children. And it feels like sometimes you married a child, doesn't it, women? It's just like, I married a child. I'm having a race. Yes. And so here we are. We like to play. And here's something that I want to give you a heads up. My wife does this for me. Then you got to know how this works. When we cut the grass, you need to come out into the yard and go like this. I have never seen anyone cut grass like this. This is amazing. You know what will happen? We will do it again. Doggone it, we'll cut the neighbor's yard too. We'll just go at it. And then when we clean windows, if ever that happens, go, oh, you need to sing. I've never seen the sun shine so brightly through that window. Without you, we could not have done this. 
And you know what we would do? We, will, we are just little children running around looking for approval and wanting to play. So you got to remember that. You got to remember all that stuff. So this is just, we're just, we're just, we're just made weird. You know, all of us have this thing in our flesh, and we talk about that. So you got to have your cake. You know, marriage needs to have a mission. What are you doing? What's the purpose of your marriage? You can't, you got to think, you know, you got to live on purpose, and you got to love on purpose. Does everybody hear me? So if you're not loving on purpose, you probably won't make it in marriage. And, and so if you're dating right now, I'm messing you up. I'm really messing you up. I need you to think about what you're doing before you go get engaged. So just because you look on Facebook and they like puppies, I don't mean you need to go out with them. Okay, so here we go. Uh, let's do this. Oh, here's why you're messed up, okay? I'm gonna tell you. Here's why you don't feel good. Here's why you think crazy. Here's why you date wrong. Relationships especially, we can control some things, but once you hit that love button in there and that lust button, you just, you're completely gone. Don't even, you don't even speak normal. Yeah. You don't even speak right. It's amazing what it does. The heart is deceitful. Did you know that your body is against you? You know how I know this? When was the last time you tried an exercise program and how long did that last? You know why you didn't last? It's because your body doesn't want it to, it doesn't want anything that's good for it. You know, I get Krispy Kreme donuts. I'll get a dozen donuts. You know what my body says? Eat them all. And I'm thinking my spiritual side says, you might all share some. The body says, no, 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 eat them all. Get another dozen for them. You eat them all. Your body is not for you. And we're, we are made like this. And the Bible tells us this, that everything that, that you think and everything that you feel is probably a false signal. So you have to realize, this is why you have to date for a long time, because you got to get past the false signals and find out what's really going on. And if you don't have a purpose in dating and purpose in getting married, then you just shouldn't get married. I don't think there's anything wrong with just staying single. I'm killing you. I know that. That's why I'm here. Above all things, it's extremely sick. This is why you feel weird. You know, some days you feel good. We ask that question, don't we? Somebody walks in, say, how you doing today? And you go, I'm all right. And somebody, and then some days you walk in, I'm feeling really good today. What happened? Well, you had a good day. <laughs> Something felt good today. So I don't, but this is, this is because of who we are. So our flesh gives false signals. We don't feel good. It doesn't want you to be right. It doesn't want you to, uh, to live long because it says that we're sick and we're dying. So it just wants to kill you. And it wants to do all of the bad things that you don't want, you shouldn't be doing. Then we get the spiritual part of it because you're not just a physical being, you're a spiritual being. And the spiritual side says, look, hold on a minute. Don't let your flesh rule you. And this is what it's saying. You just, we go into relationships and we're sick because we don't know what we're doing. Who can understand it fully and know its secret motives? The secret motive is, I don't want you, I want, to, I want you to eat everything that's bad for you, do everything that's wrong for you, and I want you to get into relationships because I told you to, because you had a good feeling. That's what it does. So you need to know who you are, and why you think crazy, and why men are different, and why women are different, all those things. We're born like this. Are you becoming the person, the person you're looking for is looking for? So you got this thought in your head, I'm gonna this person's going to complete me, but who are you going to complete? 
I think, you know, we're not, we're not, again, we're getting these false signals. We're getting mixed signals going on. So what does this actually mean? What, am, what, what kind of person am I? Let, what do we go there before we start looking for somebody else? What do I really want to do with my life? You are a unique person. And listen, God made you the way you are. You have gifting. You have all this stuff. And so you got it going on. And all of a sudden you meet somebody and you lose your mind. You need to figure out you before you try to have somebody else in your life. And we put two people together, throw them in a house, and we hope for the best. It's like taking all the ingredients you can and throw them into something and put them in the oven and you hope that a cake comes out. You just, you don't have no idea what's going to happen. And so this is what I'm saying. You have to be careful. Here's what's wrong. And this is Paul. Apostle Paul said, this is what's wrong with you. And with me, I'm still a child sometimes. I try to think differently, but when it comes to golf, I am a child. When it comes to brownies, real big child. Will not share. Body says, eat all I do. I don't even argue with it. Watch this. When I was a child, I taught like a child. Okay, he said, I thought like a child. I even reasoned like a child. I have relationships like a child. I think like a child. I date like a child. And he says, you gotta grow up. When you're talking about relationships, This is an adult thing. This isn't a high school thing. I caution all kids falling in love in high school. Y'all can email me if you want, but it's not a good thing. How can you possibly know what you want in life and who you are? You know what? It doesn't matter as long as we feel good about it, right? As long as we just feel good. We just let love take care of everything. Well, somebody's got to pay the bills. So you got to be careful. So you reason like a child, you thought like a child, uh, this is the no better myth. This is children. Once your, child, once your child does something wrong and you tell them not to do it again, do they do it again? Yes, they do. And what is that? Well, that's this. <laughs> again, it doesn't, you don't have to teach a child to lie. You don't. Or to steal. Or to eat your cookie. Okay, you don't have to tell them that. They already know that. Why? This right here tells them what to do. That's what happens. So the no better myth, since I know better, since I dated the wrong person, now I've gotten a divorce, I will do better next time. You probably won't, unless you understand this. Because we just do the same things over and over and over. You're in the same spot probably you were sitting last week because that's who we are. You will go home and you will sit in your spot at home, on the chair, in the, on the couch, and you have a designated area because your flesh says, that feels really good right there. And I'm gonna do that. And use a whole lot of things that make us do things and do things. So no better doesn't necessarily mean do better. So we have to realize there is, there's a pattern that has been set up, you're born with it. Uh, there's nothing new under the sun. Most everybody does the same things over and over when it comes to relationships. And you can say that my relationship is unique and I will tell you it is not. It feels unique to you. You are the unique person, but mostly all relationships end in the same place unless you know what to do with it. And this is where Paul comes in. We're gonna talk about how to change some of that. And now that you have Jesus Christ on the scene and the power of God in life, there's a possibility to change some of these thoughts and habits. Oh, but you'll have to fight for it. You have to fight for it. I think everybody thinks that having a relationship is supposed to be easy. I think marriage is supposed to be easy. Hi, is that working out? It's not working out. It's, we're having a hard time. 
So we know this. Your direction, not your intention, determines your destination. Your, look, look at that really good. Everybody just kind of look at that. Let's look over here. Your direction, not your intention, determines your destination. What, what you're doing overrides what you're saying. Because if I, well, I'm going to do this, and this is, everybody, have, we have so many promises every weekend. I'm going to change my life. Well, how are you going to do that? What are you going to do differently next week to change your life? Because what you're, what you're doing is overriding what you're saying. At some point, these two things have to line up. If I don't like the way my marriage is going, then you need to say, stop. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about this. Do we, live, do we live on purpose? Do we love on purpose? Or are we just roommates living in a house, raising kids, making bills? But you remember when you got married, how, oh, that feeling, how wonderful that was, you know? And all of a sudden, you're in love, and you want, oh, my, you don't even care. We're going, well, you care now. And what's happening? This is what I'm saying. Paul talked about this. He found out a way to change your direction. So don't, don't tell me one thing and do another. So whatever you're doing, if you don't change what you're doing now, it will be the same next year. And you're going to say this, all of you, listen very carefully. You're going to say, when this happens, and when this happens, and when this happens, then we're going to do it. You know what I say? Won't happen. Why? This won't let you. You're making excuses for changing and living and doing the things that you want to do because you're waiting for what? It's hard, isn't it? Making changes is hard to do. You got to think about it. The experience myth, maybe if I date a bunch of people, I'll get better at it. And you, well, uh, you'll get better heartbreak. <laughs> you'll, maybe you'll get over that quicker. I don't know. Uh, experience will make me wiser. No, it won't. It'll just make you older. And you've dated a bunch of people. What have you learned from that? Well, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like that. Here's what you have to do. And this is never happens. Never happens. You have to evaluate. The experience will make you wiser. Evaluate the experience will make you wiser. And here's what will happen. So you're going to evaluate your last date. Okay, you're going to evaluate that last time you went out and you said, that's it. You're going to evaluate. Here's how you evaluate. You evaluate this way. You don't evaluate that way, this way. It's that way. He's an idiot. So what happened to your, what happened to your relationship? He's an idiot. Well, we all are idiots. Did you not know that? All men are idiots. You know what men say? <laughs> Girls, you'll hear, y'all crazy. <laughs> we, we listen, we can't deal with all that feeling you got going on. That's the problem. You want to talk? You want to have feelings? We just want to climb a tree, shoot a deer. What's wrong with y'all? You see, this is, how it, this, is, this is how this works. It's the evaluate experience. We want to say, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. Why is it? Well, last time you lost your job, what happened? They didn't like me. What happened? They did me wrong. They did this. They, it's always out there, and we never look in here. Why don't you have friends? You ever thought about that? All relationships, something, think about your relationship, think about what's going on, and we never ask the question, well, how did I, what did I do in this? Why is it I, I can't keep a relationship? Why is it? And so this is where you have to say, I need to take a break from dating. I need to stop. You need to take a year off. I just killed all of it. 
Because going from one, this, this relationship will be different. This one will be different. The problem in that relationship is you. You haven't worked out your, your deal. You don't know who you are or where you're going. You don't know what you want. What is the purpose? If we're going to have a relationship and we're going to get married, there's got to be a purpose to love. They can't just be getting together and having babies. You will not be happy with that. You will not be happy paying bills and raising kids. You don't have purpose in your marriage. You will not make it straight up. And so you have to think about that. And you got to evaluate, how am I in this thing? What am I doing? So here's, here's what all of you will do. You can, can't blame your way into a better future. It's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault, it's your fault. It can't be all their fault because you're made the way they are, Right? We all born a little sideways, went a little bit crazy. So I have to look at myself, right? There's got to be something in there. Blame allows you to smuggle. Listen very carefully. Blame allows you to smuggle your issues into the future. If I blame you, I don't have to deal with me. So you're going to get married five times, six times, seven times, and it's always going to be their fault. It's because you have smuggled your issues you haven't dealt with into the next relationship. Oh, sure, it's going to feel good for a little while. You're going to be happy for a little while. But then what happens? It all comes back. It comes back to that thing. You know that thing? It happened. That thing, the way you treat people, the way you were treated, and it happens early on in life. Up to, I think it's seven years old, somewhere in all of that, how you were treated and what you think. You start, tell, start treating people like that. And now you're treating your wife that way. Now you're treating your husband that way. You're not even happy. You don't even, you don't even like being in the same room with each other. You're just paying bills and raising kids. So what are you going to do now? This is where you have to, you got to get to that. What is happening? What are we doing? Past behavior predicts future behavior, Dr. Phil. Straight up. We do the same things over and over and over. You know why? Because of this. We don't change our habits. We don't change our ways. So the, the flesh creates it. It creates the next thing for you. It's going to do the same thing it did. You're going to sit in the same place. You're going to date the same woman, the same girls, the same guys. All this is going to happen, and you're going to be miserable again because you haven't learned how to figure this out. And that's what I'm going to try to help you with. So let's look at this. The time is, time is against me. If you're 25 years old, you're over the hill, you're done. You say, oh, baby time running out. Got to have a baby, I'm 25. Really? So that's, that's the thought process. And <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get you to think. What are we, what are we thinking? Then I'm going to find Mr. or Mrs. Wright, and we're going to get married, and we're just going to have a baby, and we're going to be happy ever after. You're in big trouble. You're in big trouble. God established the home, a home base in order the kingdom can move, but it's got to be love with purpose, not just love with babies. There's got to be more than that to make things happen and to move the kingdom and your life be wonderful. I'm, asking, I'm trying to get you to have the best, most wonderful marriage, life, relationships that you possibly can have. And if you don't have love on purpose, it's going to be tough. So you have to think, time is your friend. If you get in a hurry, I've never heard anybody say, I was so good, so glad I rushed into marriage. I'm so glad. I'm so, I'm so glad we got in a hurry. I'm so glad we rushed in. This has been the best thing in my life. We're just, oh, 
We dated a week and got married. It was unbelievable. That's not what I hear. That's not. I always hear, I didn't know he was like that. And he's, he's saying the same thing about his wife. She's like, what? What? I get up every day and it's a new woman. What? And so nobody knows this stuff until it's too late. Because this, this flesh, these secret motives inside of you that you're born with, it lies to you. It sends false signals. And you think this is the greatest thing. You have to take time. Time is your friend. In time, you'll be able to see things, hear things, and own things you're not aware of right now. That's what happens after you get a divorce. After you break up, you pull back. You're not dating right now. You're not doing any of that. You're looking at this. You're like, oh, that's what I, I didn't know he was. I see it now. I see it now. I see what was going on. I see what was happening. And then you have to look at you. I see what I was doing. So you need to just take time for these things. If you just got out of divorce or just broke up, why don't you just take a year off? Once you get in touch with God, get in touch with you, and you know, spend some time with him because the spiritual side of you is what's gonna help you on this side of it. And that's what I have to tell people over and over. There's a pattern set up that we're all there. And you gotta watch this. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. I'll give it to you in our language. Do not be cookie cutter. Do not be cookie cutter in this world. Man, 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 man. Everybody's the same, same, same. We are. We're cookie cutters. We're unique in our own different way. But when it comes to our patterns and our habits, we're all the same. We all make promises we do not keep. But we have great intentions. We really do have great, I'm gonna, like today, today, I'm gonna go home and talk to my wife. I'm gonna talk to my husband. We're gonna change our ways. Really? Okay. So how's that gonna work? You see, what has to happen has gotta be a, when we're gonna do it. What time is that we're doing? Now, when we're going to have, so you got it, my wife and I, we do this, you have to do this in seasons, it's not just one time. So what are you doing in your 20s? What are you doing in your 30s? There needs to be a weekend where you get away and say, we're going to live our own purpose, our marriage is going to have purpose, what does that look like? So we did this in our 20s, this is how you keep love alive and momentum going in your marriage and the most wonderful life you could possibly have being married. And kids are not the burden, kids are the future when you're in that kind of marriage. And so you have to think like this. Don't let the flesh rule you. Do not be conformed to the cookie cutter of, the, of this world, but be transformed, listen very carefully, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Metamorphy, metamorpho. Y'all heard of that? Metamorph- metamorpho is Greek. And we get our word metamorphosis from that. So in this one verse, He said, you're going to be metamorphosized into something completely different than what you have been born with. And the reason why we can do that now is because of Jesus Christ. And this is why it's important to know Jesus Christ. It's not just to get out of hell. It's to give you power to live on earth and to change who you are. Because of that, we can transform who we are into something else. And we do not have to live by the patterns that we've been born with. Does everybody understand? We don't have to live like that. This is what he's trying to say. It's the same thing. Caterpillar, I do this with kids. I gotta hurry. I do this with kids. And since we're basically all kids, it's the same thing. They love, they love this. He's saying you all, you all look like this. 
Oh, some of you are red and blue. Well, I'm still crawling around, though. Still red and blue. He says, but this is what I'm at. This is what this means right here. Let me show you something. This is what this means. He said, by the power of God in your life, this right here being transformed, metamorphosized. And if, it's the, if I made that work, word up, just don't worry about it. It's okay. You know what I'm trying to say. But he says, this is how you're to live. This is how you have relationships. It's spending time with God. So then we ask, then I say, what you need to do is you need to spend some time with God and you read his word. Why? So it can change the way you think. It can renew your mind. You still think like a caterpillar. That's what you, that's how you have, you crawl into a relationship. You crawl in hoping for a butterfly and you don't get one. He said, you have to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. There is power in God's word. This is why we want you to know Jesus Christ. You are a spiritual being on the other side of this flesh. You can live by your flesh and you will, uh, you will die and you will not be happy. But I have come to give you life, give it to you more abundantly. Are y'all hearing what's being put out here? This is what he's saying. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Why? Because the power of God in your life. That's why you can't, Christians should not marry non-Christians. Why? There's no power to be this. You have to think about, own what you're doing here. Think about these things. So you have to think. The patterns are the lottery. Let me give it to you real quick. The lottery is just throw yourself out there and hope something sticks. I'm in love. You're in love. We'll get married. Everything's going to work out. How is that supposed to do at work? I mean, you can't just go to Facebook and say he likes long walks on the beach. That must be him. I mean, I go to a bar and find somebody and you throw them together. I mean, I don't understand. I'm not, I don't know how we're going to make that work. I don't know how that worked. The lottery, the inner child, we date like a seventh grader. Our relationships are basically seventh grade driven. Do you know that our spirituality it's third grade driven. The most important side of you is the most spiritual, the spirituality that can transform you into this. And it's on a third grade level. We don't even practice it. The only time we ever hear it is today. This is why we keep doing this because y'all, you know, you don't get it. And you have to come back and get some more. You might take something away. You might have a good intention, but somewhere you're gonna have to say, this is what we're gonna do. You gotta have the meaning. If you're dating, you probably need to stop, I'll be honest with you, right now and rethink about what's happening here. And the rinse and repeat, lazy boy, go back to the same spot, do the same thing over. I know people married seven and eight times. And I had one lady tell me she'd been married over seven times. She said, I should do a marriage retreat. I said, well, she hadn't learned anything. I don't understand what you could teach. You rinse and repeat if you're not careful. Do not conform yourself or to be, form, be formed to a pattern or a mold. Do not allow, realize you are formed and molded. And he says, I need you to get out of that. I don't need you to be like anybody else. I don't need you to date like anybody else. I don't need you to be married like everybody else. This should be a whole new deal. This should be the best thing ever happened to you. You find somebody you can get in love with, you get past those feelings and those physical feelings and that, that false signal and you find purpose and love in a, in a marriage, it's the most wonderful thing that'll ever happen. Imagine bringing kids into that. Imagine what could happen. But it happens through this. It happens through this. It doesn't happen just because it does. It takes work for it. 
Nothing in life is going to be free on this earth. You want a great body, you'll have to work at it. You can't take a pill for it. I'm just telling you. Here we go. Do not conform the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able, watch this, then you'll be able to test and improve what God's will is. Then you can think clearly. So you'll, if, you, if you do these things, you'll be able to think clearly and you'll be able to pick clearly and do the things that you need to do. Right now, we do not think clearly when, when it comes to us. We feel more than anything. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Promises are like new paint on an old car. It just peels off. I've heard so many great promises at Marathon from people. I am changing. This is it. The day's it. So they spray some paint on. They walk out. By Wednesday, it's all rubbed off. Well, you, listen, if you're going to paint a new car and you don't want the paint to peel off, you're going to have sand. You're going to have to sand that thing down. You're going to have to say, okay, let's, let's get down to the metal. Let's figure out where we are. You're going to have to sand some old things off. You might have to sand some old people off, some way, old ways off. You have habits and ways. Listen very carefully. The older you get, the more habits and the more ways. All of a sudden, you become, you're set. You ever heard old people setting their ways? Well, that's true. That's true. But it's really strange. The best ministry that you could possibly do is from 60 years old on. Did anybody know that one? You got a long way to go. You need to keep sanding. You need to take off the old paint, and this is the new paint. That's what he was saying. So let's do this last thing. Lethal assumptions. Once I find the right person, everything will be all right. We know that is not true. You need to be you, and you need to figure out this part. You need to spend some time with God. Some of you need to take a year off. You really do. You need to get home with your husband or your wife and you need to figure out what, you, see, most of you are just roommates right now. And people watching online, most of you are just roommates. Can you, really, is that, is that what we want? Let's think about it. My situation is unique. It is not. Cookie cutter everywhere. You want to believe it is, you want to think it is. Now, this is unique. This is unique. You need to find one of these. You need to be the butterfly first. Next thing, as long as we love each other, we'll be all right. I wish that was so true. I really do wish I could just, it sounds like a, like a, like a Hallmark card. As long as we love each other, we will make it. Really? I hope you do, but probably not. If you don't live on purpose and love on purpose, you probably won't. Expecting things to get better with no change in direction. We just go, maybe next week will be better. How's that supposed to be better if you don't, you don't do the same thing you did last week? I'm just giving you stuff that Apostle Paul was trying to tell you. Your patterns and who you are must change so that life can change for you. And that is why he sent Jesus Christ. That is why we have the Holy Spirit. That is why we have the Bible and the power of God. And those verses says, I can do all things through Christ. He's not kidding. He's not kidding. If you don't like the results you're getting, then stop doing what you're doing. I am not a counselor. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm not good at counseling. I just say, stop it. You say, well, I'm having a hard time. Well, stop doing that. <laughs> you know, you know <laughs> so, you know, so I'm a communicator. I just, so you come into me and you're like, I'm just, my wife and I are having a hard time. We'll stop having a hard time. 
Okay, well, I don't know if I love her anymore. That's, why don't you do that? What's wrong with that? Do stuff to love her. It's real easy. Just do the things that make you love. Do the things that have purpose. It's amazing what can change if you'll quit, if you'll have the intent and put it in the direction and make it happen. It's amazing what, okay, stand up. I'm over, they're, they're, they're yelling right now. Everybody, if you're online, I love you. Stay with me. <laughs> All right, y'all picking up what I'm laying down? I hope you're picking it up. I got one clap in the back. All right. There we My flesh loves when you clap. It's letting you know. I do really do want you to get it, okay? Because this is, this is a big deal when it comes to relationships. And I want you to have the best life, best marriage you can possibly have. I really do. It will take work, but you'll love it. All right, I got to quit. All right, next week's heartbreak. Okay, we're going to have to get over it. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for everything you're doing. Pray your Holy Spirit will continue to work here and just move the kingdom through us and let us have the best marriages and relationships we possibly can. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you were encouraged by today's message and made a decision to follow Jesus, be sure to let us know by connecting with us online at marathonchurch.org. If you haven't already, be sure to rate us and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcasts. To experience more messages, videos, and live gatherings, visit us online at marathonchurch.org or download the Marathon Church app. Thanks for listening to the Marathon Church Podcast.